Hit it, Troy. Welcome to the ninth episode of Turn Your Head and Cough. That was another thing we forgot. Pops. <laughs> that was. Don't dumb. you dare! <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening at home, <laughs> the pops was because I opened mine before we started, like a douche nozzle. <laughs> and the don't you dare was because Donald was about to slurp. We now again, interrupt again. the podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay. My name's Twitch. I'm Dave. Skippy. Donald. There you go. And yeah, like Troy, like Troy said, this is the ninth episode. And uh, like Donald and I said on the eighth episode, <laughs> we will not be doing news. Mm-hmm. It just gets too boring. It gets well. It gets long. So we decided to move our news portion to the. Uh, the bi-monthly, the uh, third week uh, podcast. And Donald, did you have something to say? On that subject, I have a piece of news. <laughs> this podcast could be interesting since David, I don't think, is on speaking terms with me right now after what happened this morning. <laughs> oh, this isn't so much news as it is days of our lives. Yeah. But, not, but not the lame soap opera, the even more lame actual days of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> This is what actually occurs. This yeah, is what it's, so, it's yeah. days of our lives without the sex. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> on a farm. <laughs> yeah, Don. Well, Don and I both grew up. Well, everyone here grew up on a, a farm, a family-owned farm. And uh, Donald, I Donald doesn't. He lives in Bolivar, Missouri, the large booming metropolis of Bolivar, Missouri. Sarcasm. Um. <laughs> So he doesn't do as much. Yeah, (laughs) he doesn't do as much on the farm anymore. I recently graduated with a degree, an agriculture degree in animal science from the William H. Darr School of Agriculture at Missouri State University. Yeah. (laughs) So I am very much into agriculture and into our family farm. And uh, Donald, one of Donald's cows, the cows that Donald owns, had a calf, which Donald owns. And so last night I mentioned that we should work that calf this morning. For those of you who know nothing about farms, working a calf <laughs> means we put a little identification tag in its ear. Both ears. And for for males, we castrate them for uh, mm-hmm. for both health and monetary purposes. <laughs> And uh, meat, uh, a meat few gets tough if you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and a, f- a few other reasons. But uh, I told Donald that we should do that. I wanted him to help me since it was his calf. And due to a communication error, <laughs> he was not only present, but he was not even awake at the time <laughs> that our father and I took care of this calf. And by the way, I would like to say that the mother, your cow, <laughs> was. I heard she's a. P- <laughs> I had to. I had to literally drag that calf into the back of the pickup yeah. in order to do it. So, that angry. Mom told me about that. That yeah. angry. She was. She was past growling. You know how cows growl and yeah. grunt whenever you mess with their calf. Like that's normal. You want that. That's a good maternal trait. She was past that. Like I had never heard the sound this thing was making. Was she doing. Like it was a like a combination of a snort, growl. Bark, bark. Type. It was, it was so weird. Like none of our cows have certainly ever made that sound before. Um, what about Flicka? No, Flicka. She metal. just charged you. Like that was it. She didn't make a noise. That's she it. just All charged she did you. Charge you. 
I'm not. I'm not saying that's. <laughs> I'm not saying that's good. I am just merely saying. I'm not saying that isn't scary. <laughs> that is not a maternal trait that we want. No, it is. It is a maternal trait. It's just not one we want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can so, see that too. Yeah, that happened just this morning, or for since you'll be listening to this in a week, just last week. Yeah. <laughs> um. And for the record, I was not um, asleep. I was in the bathroom throwing up. <laughs> for those so of you, for even those if of you, I had gotten there. I or even if I had not had that communication error, I would not have been there. David's doing the finey. Do you fine hear that? Fiddle. Do you hear that, everybody? It's the sound of David not giving. That's the sound of the world's smallest violin. <laughs> Okay, and cut. <laughs> That's gonna be really hard to edit. Why <laughs> uh, uh, Anyway, I'm not gonna edit it out. I just need to try and make the volume level so that people can hear it. And uh, doing that, it's gonna be difficult. Uh, and because then you I do cut back because we all laughed right. really loudly. Anyway, um, so moving on. Uh, like we, we're not gonna be doing news. That was kind of the days of our lives. But that'll probably still be at the beginning of every podcast. But we're gonna move on to our featured game. Hey, Fred, you want to introduce our featured game? Arma Two. No. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We don't have a featured game. I was gonna say I don't. This know was it is. really. This is. It's really been a crappy past couple months for games. It, mm. it really has. Really nothing. Good. The only new game that I am aware of that has come out is Lollipop Chainsaw. Which, which and even we don't have little enough sh- uh, dignity to to stoop to that level. So I'm going to translate that. Our di- we have enough dignity to not play it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Our dignities have not been shattered that much yet. So, what we are going to do, we've Ooh, done this once before. Do- ah, okay. We've done this once before. It's called Versus, and I'm stealing this idea from the Totally Rad Show. It's a podcast that I listen to where they talk about some similar st- stuff that we do, except they just do a daily, like, 15 to 20 minute podcast um, about, like, one subject. Slackers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, and they, they do it for a living, like, they get paid to do it. Rooster teeth. I know. They play games for a living. <laughs> that would not be a bad line. So what no, we'll do, what we're going to do is I, I found a list. <laughs> I found a list online, a couple different lists, and I kind of compiled a bunch of the games uh, together of the top 100 games of all time prior to 2012. So anything 2011 and earlier, best of all time uh, on this list and we're just going to kind of go through... We're not going to go through all of them, so if you're seeing this list is extensively long, we're not going through all of them. I just wanted to have a long enough list that I could literally pick two at random. This could be very short if you're picking two at random. No, no it's going to be good. Because okay. not only will we... Uh, you'll have to defend your response, especially if there's different, like, different answers. You'll have to defend your response. So... I'm just going to say real quick, Yeah, I found out today that another game has been announced, and uh, we have to do that game. I know you're not a fan of the franchise, but Dead Space 3 comes out next year. I heard about that, too. <laughs> that's next year. Why are you even bringing that up now? <laughs> well, that's only 12 podcasts away, David. <laughs> Wrong. Right, 24. Yeah. <laughs> it's 24 whole podcasts. <laughs> 
It's 24 podcasts for everyone, including myself, to forget. <laughs> and I will. Trust me. Like, I'm thinking tomorrow, after sleeping on it. Well, then tell you what. I will bring it up every podcast between now and the time it comes Am out. Am I allowed to make sure you don't forget. Or later. You, if, if you if you do that, something <laughs> vile will happen to you. Vile and disgusting. Can we throw something in his bed? I'm 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 thinking scorpion. What no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. How about a coral snake? Because I hear they get real friendly to the warmest areas of your body. <laughs> well, Troy, I'm Am just going to give you friendly? a heads up. It your testicles a... are not the warmest area of your body. They should, in fact, be the coolest. Um. I'm just saying. But what you, what you implied, that would be about the appropriate size of a mouse. Come on, that was a good one. That was a good burn. My internet just went down. I'm good. I'm still good. So I'm it's good. Just you. I have an idea. I'm gonna restart my Wi-Fi. You won't. I, I mean, you won't need your computers for anything in this bit anyway. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. So without further ado, and I will be participating as well. <laughs> um, the first game. <laughs> That's a good one. I literally just picked one from each column at random. Um, Fallout Three <laughs> versus. Star Fox 64. <laughs> Is that the Star no Fox way. that you and I played at Andrews? Yeah! <laughs> Nintendo 64, Star Fox 64. Dang. Well, that's easy that's for me. Is it really? Time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Star Fox was good, but I could never put 700 hours into Star Fox. Yeah, that's... but then again, you're one of the few people that I know that could put 700 hours into a game like Fallout 3. There are I'll a lot of people that, that could put that. I'm going with Star Fox 64, hands down. Star, now, Star granted, I have never actually personally played Fallout 3, but I have watched Donald play... Relentless? Not 700 hours, but certainly more hours than I would ever like to play. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going with Star Fox 64. Such a, <laughs> such a fun game. I mean, It is a fun game. You're right. <laughs> you guys... I went with Star Fox. That that was a childhood game. For I know, me. right? Like if they if they brought it back for Xbox, I would probably buy. It. Uh, right, right. I would I would buy Star Fox. Star Fox. There we go. I'll say this: I'd put Star Fox over Mario because I didn't much care for Mario. How could you not care for but Mario? Between between that, I mean Fallout Three is one of my all time favorite games on any of any anything. <laughs> yeah, but we're done now. We're moving on. Star Fox 1. Yay! Next one's. <laughs> this one's going to be so easy. <laughs> or it should be. <clears throat> the Sims. Which one? The Sims. Oh, Sims 1? <laughs> the Sims. <laughs> Isn't that the one where you have to build your house out from the ground? No, no, no. The Sims. That's, well, yeah, you do have to build a, ha build a house, but you're also a person. Yeah. You create one individual person. My name. That's, that's yeah. yeah, you not the one where you manage a family. Not the one where you manage one person. Right. Um versus Halo 3. <laughs> well, okay, on the count of 3. 1 2 3. Halo 3. Oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> we don't even I I don't even I, want to open that I'm for debate. I apologize, David. I yeah. thought that we were going to have a long in-depth discussion about the first one. I didn't know we were going to pick several. Oh yeah, we're I'm doing sorry. several. We're doing a couple. <laughs> That's why one, I was three. doing the, the long yeah. discussion. Okay, the next one. Doom 2. 
Unfortunately, we're all under 30. <laughs> Versus Wii Sports. <laughs> Are you sure that was a random? That was absolutely, I was over here closing my eyes, just moving my hand up and down, and then I like I stopped it, and I was like, okay, the one in the middle, okay, there it is. Well, and then, I would rather play Doom 2 than Wii Sports. <laughs> I've never played either of them. You played some of Wii Sports. Yeah. I've never picked up a Wii controller. Don't you guys have one? I've never used a no. Wii controller, David. <laughs> I've yeah, never played have. a Wii game. You've been over to Aunt Andrew's before when we were using his there, his brother's Wii. But I didn't play. I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I, I literally extremely don't believe you because so many people we know, like, stooped to the level of buying a Wii. No, Why would you I, buy something of such incompetence when it comes to gaming? Why games? would I play a Wii when I could do something like go rock climb? <laughs> Rock climbing. <laughs> Rock climbs, honestly. Well, Troy, apparently. Although he's never done it at SBU because he's too lazy to get his butt up there. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Very true. I'm the only person who gave an opinion. It's okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going with, with Doom. David's Doom. picking up, David's picking up mean, the next set. I'm the only one who said anything. <laughs> well, that was because it was an obvious <laughs> yeah it was it was so obvious it didn't even like warrant speaking um, the next one <laughs> this was interesting um, Assassin's Creed 2 versus Mar Super Mario Kart Assassin's Creed 2 Super Mario Kart <laughs> Super Mario Kart Kart not Super Mario. This no, one, Super Mario this one really tears me. <laughs> it really does, because I've played both. I've played both. Is this the um, modern cart or the initial cart? Because the first cart game was a lot more fun. The they, first, the original Mario Kart. Original? Super Mario Kart. Definitely Kartson. <laughs> Versus Assassin's Creed 2. You know See, what? I, like I was wrong. I have played Wii. I played Wii Karts with Jacob. Anyway, <laughs> um... Assassin's Creed 2, I really liked because it fixed all the problems that I had with Assassin's Creed 1. <laughs> I'll um, go with 2. I couldn't get through Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed 1, so... For the deciding vote, I'm going to go uh, Super Mario Kart. Just because that is a timeless game that you can pick up mm -hmm. with anyone at any time and, and go through it. Hiding behind the glasses of shame. I put my sunglasses down. It won't even fit my head, never mind. <laughs> yeah, David, you just called your sunglasses the glass. Excuse me, the glasses of shame. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. Oh, that's going to be too easy, but I'm doing it anyway. It's going to be another easy one. Um, so it's a good thing that I circled the one I did. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> versus Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. 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 Yeah, PC Minecraft. PC or 360? <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Minecraft. Yes. I'd rather do PC than 360 there. <laughs> we don't care about you. Literally, like, nobody cares about your life whatsoever. If you were to wake up more tomorrow morning dead, nobody would care. Did I take that a little bit too far? Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, because, yeah. No, I'm not going to sleep oh, well I did tonight. it again. Son of a... <sighs> Bucknuck with a side of honey. Bucknuck? What's a bucknuck? A knuck of a buck. Why is that one out of order? No, it's a knuck of a butt. But if a butt had a knuck, 
What's a buck nut? Actually, I don't know. I think you made that one up. But did I? Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, you're okay. taking so long, we have to fill the space. <laughs> no, I could cut the space. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now who's now who's a douche nozzle? You. Anyway. No, because I'm not bored. Moving on. <laughs> Golden Eye 007. You guys remember that game? Yes. Yes, yes yeah, I do. Good one, right? Versus Left for Dead 2. I've never played Left for Dead 2, so I'm going with Golden Eye. Yeah, but have you played the first one? It's the same. It's the same. It's no. just got new special. Yeah, I've I've never played Left 4 Dead. Oh, okay. Is it? I'm gonna good? say Left 4 Dead too. Really? Yeah, I don't. Goldeneye. I don't think I've played Goldeneye. I've played two 007 games. One was Agent Under Fire, and the other one I hated. <laughs> no, no, I think you've played Goldeneye. It it wasn't like originally. It came out for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like that. It was Nintendo 64 and then it didn't originally. PlayStation. They re re released it on 362. Recently. Yeah, they recently re released it because it, it was so popular. I know it was a popular game, yeah, but I don't think I've played it. I think. Brett, but oh, that's a tough one, <laughs> dude. <laughs> don't smack my hand. Watch the mic. Is the mic fixed? I think so. Yeah. He, okay. He turned it. <laughs> no, I want this. Okay, next one. Burnout Three Takedown <coughs> versus Halo Two. Ooh. <laughs> Halo I, Two. I did not like Takedown. What? <coughs> You're shaking the mic. <laughs> Currently, Burnout Three Takedown is my favorite takeout Takedown to date, except for Burnout Paradise. You mean your favorite my favorite Burnout, burnout today, except for <laughs> Burnout Paradise. David, don't mention games that we're not talking about. Touche. Wow. Touche. That was a burn. Give that one. Um, your choice. <coughs> I'm going to say burnout. Take down. Burnout. So two, Halo 2 was too long. <laughs> two burnouts. You said Halo? I agree. Halo 2 was too long, but I did like it. I'm really torn on this one. Okay. <laughs> Halo 2, like you guys said, it was too long, um, but it was the such a long-awaited sequel to Halo. Yeah. And I do... I liked the changes that they made that really led to Halo 3 being so fantastic. You know, the dual-wielding <laughs> weapons, the be able, being able to steal mm-hmm. vehicles, the having yeah, just a shield do- instead of a health bar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some of the best... Yeah, some of the best things. Yeah, but you can only dual-wield certain weapons. I fail to see how that is. Guess what? You can only whatsoever. ever do wield certain weapons in, in any game. Why would you want to do well, swords? By the way, that is the stupidest question I ever saw asked about Halo. Why can't you do wield? Why swords? can't you do wield yeah, swords? I don't, I don't understand why you would ever want to do that either. <laughs> Hold on, you can I can swing. understand in real life. <laughs> I know dual wielding in real life is okay, but in Halo, you can you swing once, you're done. Yeah, uh-huh. you swing, that's it. You swing, that's it. Yeah, but if you have a whole bunch of Aliens on, on you, you can slash, slash one and slash the other one rather quickly. Yeah, but you can't maneuver the controls well enough for it to be worth it. No, because after you after you do a perfect slash on someone, a one kill slash, uh, the red you know the red dot 
zip to them slash. Yeah. There's a about half second, maybe half second less. in which you can't yeah. do anything. You can't move. Yeah. You can't do anything. <laughs> so in effect, you would only be able to move once every half a second if you're dual wielding. Which would defeat the purpose of the dual wheel. Which would defeat the purpose of dual wheel. That's exactly. one of those where if they made a game... I'm going to apologize if this qualifies for you. Think. If they made a game where you were actually like acting out the stuff, like one of those simulator games, like what the kid was doing in Lost in Space, then I could see dual wielding swords. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they have some, like for Kinect and whatnot. I think, yeah. Yeah. It, for Connect, it needs more fine tuned before something like that. I think would ever work. That's in your opinion. I don't think. I don't think it's the Connect's fault. I think it's your guys' fault if you don't like using Connect. I, I really I do. I love Connect. I love it too. Oh, I think it's really good. I think, I think it's, it's better than any of the other options in yeah. that genre. This is true. Speaking <laughs> of getting off topic, <laughs> I'm gonna go with with Burnout Three Takedown. Okay, no, that's cool. Like you just got took it down. And the crashes on the car and burnout was great. I'll take you in the car tonight. No one's gonna, no one's gonna comment on the fact that I said took him down. Nobody's noticed that. <laughs> we noticed <laughs> it. We just, care. Nobody cares about your life in general. <laughs> Again, with the life. I'm sorry. Okay, this one might be easy for you guys, but it's a hard one for me. <laughs> um, Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> I'm sorry. Call of Duty Six: Modern Warfare Two. Versus Tetris. Versus Tetris. <laughs> Call of Duty Four. Call of I Duty don't 4. like Tetris. <laughs> I like Tetris. It's a great mind builder. Uh, too much time. That's his problem with Tetris. Is that I, it hurts his head. <laughs> I was a. <laughs> Well, that, that's <laughs> that was a I, good burn, dude. <laughs> I sat groceries for like two years, and the entire time I'm like, "Oh, this is only Tetris. Oh, this is cool. Hey, look, if I turn that box of Millis this way and then insert a can, you played real life and Tetris. And they say video games don't prepare you for real life. See, uh. look, I was the fastest backer of the place they did. I whoops, they did a uh, recent study that said that. Yes, that video games actually better prepares you for real life because it develops team building skills. <laughs> you have to, you have Unless to learn to. <laughs> the military right. even says good, good for people. Yeah, the military even it, you know develops team working skills. It encourages you to uh, think Tesla. outside the box. Um, uh, anger management techniques. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people think oh. that video games, like, I mean, there's the extreme to that. Playing too much video games is obviously bad. But playing video games, a lot of people think is good for for character development. What did you say about the he didn't versus? Did you make a decision yet? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Tetris. Tetris was fun. I enjoyed Tetris. I'm actually on Tetris too. Just just because. Why did they make Tetris too? I will murder you. <laughs> I will murder you. Zero regrets. <laughs> is it zero? 3D? I'm already. I'm already. I'm already so close. Like, planning it. Planning it. I, I, I have. I think he might murder you. Very, times. very intricate blueprints of how I'm going to do it in my mind, and it's not going to be pleant. All right, it's going to be drawn out over days and days. The anvil tied to the door, and I have X's across my eyes. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say doodles. I said blueprints. I do have doodles too, though. So, anyway. I'm going with Tetris as well, which means that currently this versus is 
Tied. Is tied. It's a draw. So we have two options. One, we can discuss it until someone changes their mind. Or two, we can move on and encourage people to post on the blog what they think. I vote the blog. I vote the blog. Vote the blog. Okay. Let's that argue. means that Let's means that we need to uh, get more people listening to the podcast <laughs> so that they will go to the blog. So we and actually comment. have somebody commenting on the blog. But I will leave it at that. And if we get enough comments that I uh, decide that it has been clo- case closed, <laughs> then I'll bring it up on a future podcast. So yes, if you you are the tiebreaker, America. By America, I mean a small percentage of people living in Southwest Missouri. Brad and Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say Brad. Hannah's not living um, in Southwest Missouri though. <laughs> that's her main residence. That's where she lives. That's for true. That's her official residence. Anyway, now, isn't it? <laughs> um, way to throw me off my train of thought. Yeah. We're leaving it to you. Go to the blog, which is, of course, the address that I can't remember. <laughs> Feeds.feedburner.com. No, that's not it at all. Really? Yeah, don't be a douche. We're on, it's a blogspot address, dude. <laughs> Turn your head and cough at blogspot.blogspot.com. <clears throat> okay. Blogspot's first. Yeah. It is? No, no, no. See, that's the part, that's the part <laughs> where we always have trouble. Is I always say it's like at, it's blogspot at dot com backslash yeah. or something like that. There are no slashes. Dang it. No slashes. It's turn your head and cough, C-O-F for cough, <laughs> no spaces, dot blogspot dot com. Go there. Go to um, episode nine, which I don't think I put episode nine anymore. It'll just be the title. The title of this one is, uh, is going to be Space Military. <laughs> um, so go there and comment. Uh, awesome nuts. <laughs> awesome nuts. Did you see that? No. <laughs> that's another new game that came out. That's, really? that's been a month or so, okay. though. Um, and I think we'll do one more since we, we that okay, that one's open still. Uh, where are we at here? Okay, so our final verses of uh, this week, and eventually what I would like to do is like get a uh, like a top five of our favorite games of all time. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect versus Red Dead Redemption. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a. Are we doing? I was actually just playing that game. Are we just doing the Red Dead Redemption Red Dead. original? Not Red Dead Redemption Two. This that or just Red Dead Redemption? Well, if you like the game because of a DLC, more power to you. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Like, I haven't found a game yet that I like solely because of a DLC. I'm Arma Two. Nobody asked your opinion. <laughs> I'm gonna cop out of this one as I've played neither. So I'm going to put it between you three to decide. And that way there's no tie? <laughs> there will be no tie. That is correct. Donald? I've never played Mass Effect 1. However, from what I've seen, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so I'm going to say Mass Effect 1. <laughs> Freddy? <laughs> That's going to be a tough one for me because I have played both. Okay. So, Dave, while I'm making my decision, mm-hmm. go ahead and make yours. <laughs> no. Nope. I don't think David's go- David's going to be torn on because he hates both. He, they're both the same style of game, and he hates that style of game. My vote, <laughs> I will tell you right now, will decide this. <laughs> so you have to say something, Fred, <laughs> so that we can tie it. But I like both games. Well, being able to make decisions between two things you like is part of life. But I want to keep both. 
<laughs> you can't. You cannot, contrary to popular belief, have your cake and eat it too. Which, by the way, is a ridiculous saying, is it not? Mm-hmm. Have your cake. What else are you going to do with cake? You know cake? what you can't do? You can't have your kayak and heat it too, though. I like that one. That's <laughs> a good one. I'm going to start using that one from now on. You can't have your kayak and heat it too. Did I ever tell you the background for that? No. That shut is? up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, make a choice. If it comes down to a coin flip, do that. Fred is currently pulling out his hair, and if you heard that vibration, those of you listening at home in those comfortable leather chairs, well, they're not really all that comfortable. Saved that by phone. the girlfriend. <laughs> wow, he's actually doing a coin flip. You've Which gotta, actually is in his girlfriend. Flip it. Oh. <laughs> okay, heads is for... Uh, and flip it onto the table. Red Dead Redemption. No, okay, heads, noise. Red Dead Redemption. And Mass Effect is tails. Now flip it on the table, it's okay. Oh, they can hear it. Mass Effect. Mass Effect, okay. So we have two for Mass Effect. <laughs> I think I know where this is going to go. Okay. So David, give the deciding Never mind. vote on the Never mind. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to go with Red Dead Redemption. See, that's I, why. I kind of did that's too. Why. Yeah. You played Mass Effect, huh? Yes. What did you think? I've never played Mass Effect because I've heard that the management system is too intense. It is too intense. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it That's was why fun. I stayed away from that game. But it was fun. Okay. Um, I was going to go with Mass Effect as well for the same reason that you did. F*** Red. <laughs> and we have a unanimous vote. Congress, you can take that to the bank. Well, that or the Federal Reserves, which you have stored all my money. No, the, which on which they stole all your money, not stored your money. Fine. Stole all my money, you sons of did you hear about the congresswoman who got reprimanded for saying vagina? Oh, I loved that. I what? loved that. That was awesome. <laughs> in During an abortion a, debate. In a abortion <laughs> debate. She was like, um, while I am flattered that the men of Congress have such a fascination with my vagina, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what the whole thing was. I yeah. like her. It was uh, awesome. Man, no, was I good. must say, or senator, whoever, I must say no means no. <laughs> yeah, I must say no means no. That's right. It was very good, very well done. I, I like her. I liked it, yeah. She's got a point, though. It's a bunch of men in Congress making decisions about what women... No, no that's the way it's <laughs> been about the whole health care debate, the whole... Uh, you remember the debacle about what we're talking about news, dang it. Um, the whole debacle <laughs> about uh, about birth control being covered under Obamacare. Yeah. Yeah, whether or not whether or not insurance companies should be forced to uh, provide birth control no. to women. I think they should because that's not that's a health care issue. Birth control reduces the severity of periods. Mm, yeah, that's true. Sometimes it can eliminate them, you know, depending on the, the woman and the birth control method. The bad part about that is it was going to make some church insurances pay for birth control and See, stuff like that. I don't care. I don't care. Because they, you can take birth control without you know having the intention of ever having sex. It's only called birth control because the same chemicals regulate both. Yeah, that's a good. You point. could call it. You it's could call birth it birth control because that was its original. Because that was its original purpose. If you wanted to, we could change the name by. By all means, we could change the name to Mensis Severity Reducing Drug. And you know what? It would probably sell. But in the end, it's going to be exactly the same as any other birth control pill MSRD on the market. MSRD is now sold on the market for forty nine ninety five. You know what? Let's get on that, Troy. Let's start, let's start buying a bunch of birth control pills and just repackaging them. And what was it? MSRD. <coughs> MSRD. Mensis, Mensis Severity MSRD. Reducing Drug. 
MSRD. I thought it was MRS, and I was like, so you're just sell it as Mrs. D. Um, hey. <laughs> by the way, wrong. by the way, patent pending. Because <laughs> uh, by the time you listen to this, we might have a patent for it. <laughs> anyway, moving on from news, which we weren't supposed to talk about at all, uh, we're going to go to our movie, our featured movie of the month, um, which was uh, the First. recent... First, did either of you guys see the movie for last podcast? No, they haven't. They haven't? What, The Prometheus? It's on our wish list. I'm not going to watch it. You're not going to watch it? It's not worth my time. Did you give him a review? (laughs) No, I After he said that. (laughs) I gave myself my own review, and it is not worth my time to go see that movie. Okay. I agree very much. I don't know. I don't know. It was a good... It was good. There were goods and bads. I heard a good review of it. Okay. It was... Everybody who went in expecting an Aliens prequel came out saying it was terrible. But I, and I've experienced this myself. The more that I look back on it, the more I like the movie. And so I think I might go back and rewatch it at yeah. some point. That's what I was about to say. Is as a standalone movie, if if they had not at all tried to tie it to Aliens, or if they had not even mentioned that it was within the Aliens universe, then I would have enjoyed it a lot more mm. as just its own little movie. Um, but but yeah, it's it's. The exact same ship that they find in in Alien, is a, and it, but it's the different planet. Yeah, it's and that's what planet. really that's what really bugs me. That <laughs> and the whole the lot of it, all the mistakes that were there, and Ridley Scott should have caught that. He was the director for both Alien and Prometheus. Was he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No wonder there were simi- similarities then. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it was supposed to be at first. <coughs> Aliens prequel. But then he decided, you know what? I'm going to expand upon that and I'm going to start a whole different movie that I can just tie to Alien. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was a publicity stunt. He just wanted to get more money from the movie. Which really kind of pisses me off, to be quite yeah. honest. But anyway, the movie. Vampire uh, Hunter. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. The movie based on the wildly popular novel by uh, Seth Graham Smith, I believe is how you say his name. I don't know. Director, I had never heard of this guy before. Timur Bekmambetov. I don't know. That's probably absolutely 100% wrong way to spell it. But it's a long name. Like... I'm glad I have the last name McCorkendale now. <laughs> I've seen yeah. a couple last names, and I think, wow, I know, well, right? mine's not that bad. <laughs> um, so Donald and I went to see it. We went to see it opening night. Yeah. 3D. Uh, Donald, why don't you start it off? Just a brief review. Review? I think it was a good movie. It was very different from the book. They, <laughs> they that- added a few characters. They added uh, some plot lines and... One of the things that they added that I did not like was a trait of the vampires. Yeah, uh, there were actually two traits of the vampires. That One I that leaps like. out at me. Um, I'm talking about all vampires. Right, there were okay. two traits they added that I didn't like, um, which we'll mention in a second. But I want to agree, first of all, it was very different from the book, which was one thing that I had to try and ignore when I was trying to think of what I thought of the movie because I'm always saying, like, as a movie itself, what did you think? You know, mm-hmm. I'm always telling you guys to say that. Yeah. Like, forget everything else about it. Just as a movie, how do you feel? And so that's what I was. What I had to try and do was go, okay, it's just... You failed at that last time, by the way. <laughs> Prometheus? Well, sort we, of. We both tried. We both tried. <coughs> anyway. It was hard. Yeah, it was very hard. 
Um, <coughs> as a movie, like Donald said, it was a very fascinating movie, very well done movie, I would say. I mean, all yeah. the graphics were pretty top-notch. The storyline was intense. It kept you interested. Um, and it made Abraham Lincoln look like a bad He is a bad Or was a bad <laughs> Is. We'll stick with is, actually. Until <laughs> yeah, this very day, he's still a bad Yeah. Um... <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, Donald, what were what was the thing you le- didn't like about what, the trait that they uh, gave the vampires? That they could turn invisible. That was one of mine, too. I did not like that. I also didn't like the fact that there was some sort of supernatural force that prevented a vampire from killing another vampire. Oh, I forgot. That, was, that one was worse. That I one was... That. Yeah, that but one that was... That was worse, yeah. Because that was one of the major, really, plot points in the... Yeah, it was in the in book. In the book. Uh, I don't know. Can we give spoilers for the book? No, we no? can't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in the book, the vampires could fight each other. Mm-hmm. One of my other uh, qualms with the movie was the historical inaccuracies of it. Yeah. Um, the timeline of everything. The And this is going to kind of sound bad, but the lack of emotional distress in Lincoln's life. Yeah. Because Lincoln lived a very, very rough life. He experienced a lot of loss, a lot of death within his family, his loved ones. Um, And that, I mean, the movie really didn't do that turmoil justice. Hmm. Go ahead, Don. This, uh, cut this if you need to. Um, I think I've said that a thousand times on a podcast. (laughs) But wasn't the Union stomping ass at Gettysburg from day one? No. No. No? It was... Robert E. Lee led the Gettysburg. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't, that doesn't mean, mean that anything. they did well. Good generals have bad days, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but... Like Ulysses. good doctors have bad operating days. Yeah. What's your point? What I'm saying is Robert E. Lee had... I mean, he was basically a strate- strategic general out of all the things. He had. He almost had Gettysburg until... Uh, was, was it Ulysses S. Grant? Ulysses S. Grant. Um, came in to play. Okay, I I realize your, I see your point. However, didn't uh, I just blanked on his name? Lee didn't Lee order Pickett's charge? He did. Yes, he okay. did. <laughs> and Pickett's charge was Pickett's what lost charge, them the it, battle. Yeah, it was the was that is the bloodiest conflict at any uh, of any single conflict. Uh, mm, Fort Vix. That was how about I mean in for time constraints as well. Time constraints, <clears throat> I will give you that. Let me finish per place. time. Per Ugh. unit time. Pickett's charge was the bloodiest It was a slaughter more yeah. than a battle, really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did the how many people did the union even lose in that? I mean they were just standing there shooting. Did the did until the until pretty much even make it there? I mean, until until pretty much until all of Pickett's regiment was gone and then they advanced. Mm-hmm. You know. And basically drove the rest of Lee's army away. Yeah. And that was, you know, the turning point in, that in was everything. That la- last chance of getting Gettysburg, though. That, I mean, the reason he led that charge, or told him to lead that charge, was because he was trying to push for Gettysburg and get it. He but told him to lead that charge out of pride. Yeah. He wanted to He wanted to not just win, but crush the Union. Right. It so was out of pride. He was also trying to get Right at the Ulysses center of the line. Was, yeah. Ulysses S. Grant was getting there. Ulysses. Ulysses S. Grant. Sorry, my bad. Um, if you didn't was, have a... In your mouth, you'd be able to say it. No. 
his his speech impediment doesn't help him any. Mommy said when you were born, he was dead. He's got a big buck that? tooth on his bottom lip too, know, right now. It's a tumor. It's a tumor. <laughs> well, it's a tumor waiting to happen. It's a nasty tumor. It's one of the grossest. <laughs> one of the grossest tumors known to man, actually. You I'm may... not talking about his nose. Oh, <laughs> hot dog! All right. Um, I'm sorry, Fred. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm not, that was hilarious. <laughs> Does anyone else? Uh, did, did, well, anyone else? The Killingsworth didn't see it, so no. What else I did know? <laughs> I did ru- read a summary on it, okay, and well, from what I've what the movie I or the book, both. <laughs> okay, so the the movie, the movie. Um, from what I can tell from the summaries, it was a very it was very well done on the m- movie standpoint. On the as a movie, see something that. Uh, it was a very cookie cutter movie, which I don't much care for cookie cutter movies, but they did a good job of keeping you interested in this movie. Yeah. Keeping you kind of going, ooh, what's going to happen next? And a lot of that has to do with it was so much separated from the book that yeah. you're like, oh, this is this is a completely different story. Yeah. <laughs> there uh, was one twist in particular that got both of us, I think. The train? Well, not the train. Oh. I kind of I kind of suspected the twist one of the twists that had to do with the train. However, the other twist I am referring to did have to do with the train as well. The silver? No, that's the one that I, I saw. Oh, that's I saw that one coming, I'm too. I'm talking about the driver. Oh! <laughs> okay, yeah. That, that's that one got us both. Yeah, it? we won't talk about that, but yeah, there are a few twists that even, even I, in my mighty uh, predicting <clears throat> abilities, which... <laughs> for movies. For movies, it's, it's quite true. I have a uncanny job of going oh this is what's going to happen that's what's going to happen and I'm not trying to brag because it does yeah, ruin it's, it's it true. ruins he's, movies for me <laughs> he's, he's pretty good at it um, so as io9.com <clears throat> says it's like a back to the future alternate timeline wow that was such a long awkward silence that we're not even going to dignify it with a response Go ahead. Well, I was just trying to make it fit. Like it. it yeah, I don't it see it at all. Enough. No, no, I don't Back see it at future, all. Back to the future. Small changes or small decisions had a huge, huge effect on the timeline. There was not a huge effect on the timeline. No, no, there way. wasn't even really. There huge were small decisions. variances, like what, he only had one kid instead of four. In what the movie. I meant was <laughs> he, he only had one love instead of two, and he met her. And those are kind of some of the historical yeah. accuracies, along with having a black man as part of his cabinet. Yeah, in the White in the White House. In the White House, like yeah. I don't care how much you think Abraham Lincoln fought for slavery, it wasn't going to happen. It was not going to happen. And David and I discussed this on the way back. The most accurate thing in the movie. And I guess kind of in the book, too, is the reason why he signed the Emancipation Proclamation. It, yeah, it had, had nothing, nothing to do with freeing slaves. It was to break the industrial back of the South by yeah. taking away their industry. Without any, If the slaves are no longer bound by law, by true law, they can rebel without fear of repercussions. Yeah. <clears throat> Long-term repercussions. <laughs> so. And when, when the slaves quit working, the South went belly up. I mean, there was they. It was they yeah. It was, get, they were doomed from there. They didn't have any food. They didn't have any industry. I mean, everything was built built on the back of the slaves. 
And that's the only reason that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Was signed. You told me a quote that a quote Abraham said. Lincoln once said in one of his uh, speeches, not a public speech, a private speech before Congress, um, was if if I could save this country um, by guaranteeing or by uh, by supporting slavery, I would do that. If I could save this country by abolishing slavery, I would do that. He did not. I don't want to say he didn't care about the slaves. There was a lot of information that said he didn't approve of slavery, but he was. It was not the reason. That it was he not the, re- the right. It wasn't really that big of a driving force behind his decisions. It was really just trying to hold the country together. Was mm-hmm. was the biggest thing in his mind. Um, and I don't want to say that to belittle his accomplishments with regard to slavery. Just I mean. We, I think we kind of, as a country, tend to immortalize the bad things, not the bad things, the wrong things about a person. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I, I, I found most, one of the things I found most interesting in my government class was finding out about how many of those stories that we have attributed to our national heroes that are completely false. Yeah. Like Washington's cherry tree. That never, that never happened. happened. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln walking five miles for two penny pennies. Back. Yeah, yeah, that never happened either. Yeah, that never happened any, either, yeah. Um, well, Thomas Edison didn't invent the light bulb. I've told you guys about that, right? Newton stole probably 45 or, sorry, 75% of his inventions from other people when he was in charge of the... Uh, Did he say Newton? Yeah. Yeah. Newton. We're not talking about Newton at all. I know. I was say I was giving another example. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were get, listing people. Goodness. When he Goodness was the gracious. head, when he was in charge of the, he was essentially in charge of the scientific community at one point, and he just started taking, stealing ideas from people that were lower than him, and nobody could disprove him because he was in charge. Right. He was in charge, and he was a somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, <laughs> our country was built by douche nozzles. Well, Newton had nothing to do with America. <laughs> yes, but he had everything to do with England. Anyway, we're gonna no, move on he to was the book. French, Troy. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move oh, on to the book. Anyway, we're gonna move on to the book. Anyway, we're gonna move on to the book. So the we book have a was, was pretty good as well. Like we said, very different. From the I movie. think the book, in my opinion, I I enjoyed the book more than I did the movie. For some of the reasons we talked about after watching it, I loved the history. Historical, the amount of research. The amount of research, yeah, that he put into writing this book. Uh, you could, if you took out everything about vampires in this book, you would really have a very effective and efficient documentary. Yeah, about about Abraham Lincoln's life. You you really would. It was it was very well written. Um, he even talked to, and I loved I loved the part about Roanoke because that's a part of American yeah. history that I really love. I find fascinating. The the greatest American mystery ever, Roanoke Island. Everyone simply <coughs> vanished. And he uh, he mentions that in this book. He you know, he associates it with vampires because you can, right? You know what we forgot to do? What, what, what did I forgot, forgot to do? do? I forgot to go back to that spot with Henry from the book and see whether he was taken the the person or not doesn't matter it doesn't matter with regards to our review does it that's true i guess okay i thought we were going to discuss it not we're, we're just no we're just discussing no i would be we're just discussing the book good bad Donald. good and you two didn't read it right <coughs> no i didn't but i've read reviews <laughs> see 
I do at least do some research Dude, before I come in. You need to get an Audible account. Mm. I I read. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't read. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry if I cut you off, but I mean, you're not reading. Well, I'm not reading the books that you guys are putting forth because well, then one, put forth I, books. Because one, I don't really have time to do that, and three. Unless you want to give me your Kindle account. Wait, wait, wait. Before we respond to the Kindle thing, you went from one to three. Yeah, well, yeah. You said one, I don't have time. And three, you need to give me access to your Kindle account. Honestly, my Kindle account would do you any good with the uh, books that we do for this podcast because most of them I get on audiobooks. Audible, yeah. I just don't listen to books. I read them. I like it because I can listen to books. Like, I play Minecraft a lot. I listen to my books while I play Minecraft. I can listen to a book when I play just about any game. I do have a valid <laughs> excuse for not reading for the past six months. But not for the last three days, because you've been sick for the last three days. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I've been sick for the last three days with fever and sleeping. Yeah. You've been sick with sleeping. I've been sick so the you've last not been few days sleeping. <laughs> with fever, sick, and sleeping. Gotcha. <laughs> but the past six months, I've been taking my EMT class, and that is all finished, and now I'm taking... I took practicals today, for those of you listening at home that probably don't even care, and then I'll take my testing, and then I'll be a nationally registered EMT. Dave, feel free to cut any of this that you want, <laughs> but... That left really me no time at all to read. Yeah, okay. Now that that is done, for the three months before I start my class, my semester, I'll should have plenty of time to read just about anything. So what so, did the no, no no? So what did what did the reviews that, that you read say about the book? The reviews that I read said that the book was <coughs> they. The people that read it liked it a lot because it's it's not a book that makes fun of history. It just it embraces it. It <laughs> embraces history, but then puts a playful twist on it. It, I I, I think that is good. I'm gonna try and uh, and say that another way. It basically just takes the history of Abraham Lincoln and fills in the holes with vampire hunting. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. Like. It satisfied I, Dave's need to kill every single vampire that ever came up in Twilight. Oh. <laughs> Let's not If you didn't that. hear that, that was a... Oh. As in I'm, I'm going to say this, though. David... Oh, jeez. Did we talk about yesterday? <laughs> David didn't want to go see uh, Snow White and the Huntsman because... <laughs> Because Kristen Stewart. Yeah, because Kristen Stewart was Snow White. And Fred just died over here. That's why I stopped. <laughs> Fred just swallowed. Did you swallow? Fred swallowed. No, I did juice. not. <laughs> I swallowed. I, I coughed because <clears throat> Snow White. I mean, I mean, the classic books and everything's alright, but making it into a movie and making it not really what the books were Those about, are the style movies that... The I new like, no no yeah. the new rendition of Snow White is closer than the closer to the original. Yeah. No. Exactly. In the original there were blood bats. 
mm-hmm. in the original story. It was gory. It, it was, was graphic. Everyone, everyone thinks that the original is the Disney movie. No, yeah, I know. no, no, no. It was no, like the Disney, the Disney movie. movie. It wasn't for kids. Has anybody here besides me read the unabridged version of Snow I White? Not. I have not. But it in is the, amazing. I know. In the original, like in the original way, way, way back when, like after Snow White defeated the queen, she was made, and this is brought up in that TV series, Tenth Kingdom. Yeah. She was made to dance before Snow White. The evil queen this. was made. Yeah. Dance before Snow White in glowing red hot iron slippers, <laughs> and that's discussed in detail in the original. About book. how it burns, about the flesh how it, and muscle. It from starts her to feet. peel, yeah. and and her actual skin begins to boil on and her. And she crawls out of the castle at the end of the book because her feet can't bear her weight. That's the original See, Snow the White. The original, awesome. Yeah. The children's one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we better wrap up our book, I think, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Um, Donald, do you have anything else that you would like to add to talking about Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter? I was disappointed, and this is, I guess, a comparison thing, but the movie didn't have the bit with Booth. Yeah. Which I really <laughs> liked how the book discussed Booth in great detail. I do, too, mm-hmm. and I, I was disappointed. It didn't talk about Booth at all, really. Um, the only way you know anything about Booth is from your actual history lessons. Yeah, so far as the movie was concerned, Abraham Lincoln didn't die at the end. <laughs> I know, they didn't, they didn't talk about it at all. That's, yeah. Oh, well. He just coincidentally gave him, he gave him a notebook and then went to a theater, and for some reason he never got it back. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your journal, not notebook. So, just compare, so now let's, let's just do a really, really brief comparison Okay. Movie and book, like I don't know, just real quick comparison. The what do you think? What did you like? What did you not like? The movie had a one of the things I liked about the book was that there was not some head to cut off of the vampire. It was just a bunch of vampires that were running loose. There was no lead boss, mm-hmm. and then they added this character in the movie, Adam, the one from which all others spawned, yeah. and he made every vampire. <laughs> And so, obviously, in the movie, it's a plot point to try to kill this guy. And whether they do or not is... Discussed in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So, um, I did not like that. I liked the book approach better, where they... Uh, I liked also... I'm sorry. I liked the how, in the book, they were... The vampires fought in the Revolutionary War on the side... Civil War. No, in the Revolutionary War. Oh, okay, in the <laughs> against book. the British. In the book, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. To free from Britain's rule so that they could have their own country. Yeah. And then they end up fighting insides, and that wasn't in there at all. So I liked, I liked the book better. However, the movie was a good movie. I would agree. I liked how much more actual vampire hunting was addressed in the movie. It was a lot in more. The, in <laughs> the, the book was actually borderline too dry mm-hmm. because there was just so much history put into it. However, the book also made the vampires more powerful and Abe Lincoln more human. I mean, there's, yeah, this, there's right. a particular scene in the movie that I have a problem with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're right. Um, Samurai axe. Yeah, sure, that's a good description. description. Yeah. Um... David just got a text. Never <laughs> fails, guys. Email. <laughs> um, 
there's a difference. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, I didn't like that, that new overall the over that ruling vampire character i didn't like that However, i liked the intensity <laughs> of the battle scenes yeah more in the movie uh and and like i've already said i i loved the historical accuracy of the book um the thing i'm kind of torn on <clears throat> is in the book you know he only ever faced one vampire at a time there was never a situation in which he faced two vampires and then in the movie, they have him going up against yeah. dozens. No, there was. Was there? Yeah. Man. Um, he wasn't alone, but okay. there was There was uh, the moment <laughs> where the, he, the, the ambush. Speed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ambush. Okay, yeah. But even then, it was still one at a time. They weren't stupid enough to go up against two at a time because they were much more powerful. You're right. They were very powerful in the book, and it described that in detail. <laughs> so I think Don and I are both leaning on the book was better. Yeah, but okay. as a standalone movie, movie was it close? The movie was, right was not it. bad. No. As a standalone, of the movie was really not bad. It was short. We were surprised. It was only like an hour forty-five. Yeah, it's really? the shortest movie I've seen in a year. Shorts, I think. Yeah, <laughs> except so. maybe for Brave, which we saw yesterday. Yeah. Did you have something else to say? No. Okay. All right. Well, and then we're gonna close it up now. We're gonna finish up with our discussion, which uh, Fred and Troy can actually do something with now. This is true. I know, right? All okay. right, our discussion, and Donald and I talked about this briefly uh, last week. We didn't really talk about the discussion, but we talked about our uh, kind of the logistics. We wrote it. Right, we wrote the discussion, basically. Uh, the discussion is if, if Earth had some sort of space-based military, which branch of the armed services would... Uh, control them would run them <laughs> and so we we broke it down to either the air force or the navy um well troy and i will be together and fred and donald will be together oh, i was gonna say let's see where everybody stands but okay that'll work no, no we'll do that at the end okay we'll do that at the end because I, I enjoy not knowing at all what people <laughs> think before we start okay uh so donald and fred do you have any particular uh passion towards one or the other navy. fred fred would you like to choose one navy you navy like do navy okay, okay. we're we're air, air force. force okay school me flying so all right well i'm gonna go ahead and give a leading argument then go ahead um i would agree with the navy because for in particular in space decompression is a big issue Therefore, any glass that you're going to come up with is going to be right. Yeah, glass is going to be a structural weakness, so you want to avoid glass on ships. The navy is going to be better equipped for navigating without visibility, without line of sight, exactly. and without any line of sight because you have your submarine. See, and not, but they have glass on present day spaceships. You're not, not dealing with. You're not dealing military with, vessels, though. It doesn't matter. You're not dealing with pressure like you are on a submarine. You're dealing with vacuum. It's a lot easier to control that. Much easier. Unless, like you said, some sort of hole or something explosive decompression. And you're going to think this is a surprise. I do read books. Just not the type <laughs> what? of books that everyone Hold on, else everybody. reads. Don't. And also, <laughs> from the movies I've seen, books and movies... How do I put this in an easier way? The books and the movies deal with the Navy being in the spaceships and for navigations, for anything. Yeah, but we're talking about a modern-day reality of who c 
could possibly host a military space space military and on your note that saying that <clears throat> the navy is more suited to act within the confines of not being able to have <clears throat> visible line of sight that is not true fighter pilots are trained to land a f fighter without being able to see the ground i'll give them that one too actually fighter pilots have to land in pitch blackness all the time especially during stealth op operations stealth jets have to land on a dark aircraft carrier you're, okay. if you're if you want to talk about something that's hard to do i don't think i could land a plane no matter how much training i had i have i highly doubt i could land so anything you're, on, you're, a, on an you're aircraft supporting carrier. the navy landing on an aircraft carrier no it's the navy no no no, no air, air force, force lands air hey let, Let us finish. finish. Let him finish. Air Force does things with the Navy. They do right. most. They do most stealth operations, except for the Navy SEALs. But that's different. They're not really. They're, they're not really they're pilots. Not they're they're not flying. Right. They do most of the stealth operations off of Blackbird. Naval. All of those. Yeah. Go ahead. What did you have to say? Okay, you brought up the Navy SEALs. Uh -huh. Navy SEALs are trained to do just about anything. They can fly aircraft and they can do land land which is what the marines are for too but the navy has its own air force and they whenever they can whenever they go on missions uh that have to do with overseas they use their own pilots most of the time once in a while you'll see the air force on there the navy has their own air support they are not the main contingency for the air force the air force is our we have the planes, the helicopters, all of that. That's what we do. We fly. The Navy, here's a good way of putting it, I think. I think. Navy does support based aerial operations, Air Force does attack based. Offensive versus. Offensive versus defensive. <laughs> that's right. Um, and I think, personally, I would prefer a space command that is well experienced with offensive capabilities. Then being up there and then <laughs> okay I... <laughs> yeah go ahead <laughs> one I would hope <laughs> that that's something we're going to evolve through if we do get a military <laughs> command two offense should not be our primary concern contenting Defense. well no offense should not be our primary concern when searching for new uh, and other species, yeah. other civilizations out there. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> the best defense is Welcome a good offense. Exactly. No, the best defense is not causing a war. <laughs> not being at war. That's the best defense. <laughs> uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> That's a pacifist way of thinking. Your mom's a pacifist way of thinking. I would know. Saw her last night. That's creepy. Troy messes around with his own mom. I want that to be on audio record. Troy fools around with his own adopted mother. Better than better audio than video. True. True. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. We. I do not want to see that. <laughs> I do not want to see that on Are any, sure on any of the you sites. You want to see myself on? <laughs> on any of the sites that I frequent. <laughs> You know, Amazon, well, David, Facebook. What sites do you frequent that this would be an issue, David? 
That's all getting deleted. <laughs> Actually, it's probably not. <laughs> you guys would be surprised, but I don't delete. I no, I wouldn't. Well, you they wouldn't. Might. They, they might. might. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, Dave. You know what? We better. We get a better get back on track. Here. Speaking of, uh, yeah. Okay, so. I would like to point out the most obvious reason, and Donald already knows what this reason is, the most obvious reason for why the Air Force should uh, take control of any future space (laughs) operations is because they are currently in control of all United States space operations. NASA. They run NASA, which has been shut down. I was going to say, well, they used last to. <laughs> they, yeah. It got shut down last year because we haven't done anything That's worthwhile. why the Navy needs to do it, because the Air Force couldn't keep it up and running. It's not <gasps> that they couldn't keep it up and running. It's that Americans lost interest in I know, space I know. <laughs> why would the government spend all this money that we're borrowing from China on space exploration when the United States citizens are more interested in what Justin Bieber is doing? God, I hate that little f- it. I'm going to backtrack real quick. Yeah. My point was that the Navy has the most experience navigating an environment which they don't have a line of sight. Okay. Not that they're the only. Mm-hmm. No, I, I got to give them. I got to give them that one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got cut I've, off a couple times trying to I've bring that I've seen out. Air Force pilots land helicopters dead of the night in a field where it's... Have you, have you ever have seen one of them pilot a submarine in history? No. no, you have not. Well, they on, do let me not. The I know, and <laughs> I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to be arguing for Navy, but that is that is a good point. They have more experience navigating with that line of sight. I, I was not saying Air Force don't have any. I was saying Navy has more. I would like. To, I would like to. I mean, counter that with we're assuming that we won't be allowed line of sight. Well, and, and this is just a tactical feeling on my part. I think windows on military spaceships is a stupid idea. Same reason they're not on submarines. But because that's why we have It's shields. a structural weakness. That will break much easier than anything else under pressure. And if, if we're talking about a vessel that's going to be taking fire, glass will shatter easier than the metal will. Yeah, yeah but, but are we saying it's glass? Why can't it be a... Any transparent material is going to shatter more easily or break more easily than... What happens if it's... Diamond windshields. Suck on that! Yeah, because that would be a great idea. Hey, hey, if we get to the point in our lives in which we have an operating space military, I'm going to assume that we've come to the technology where we can create our own diamond. Diamond holes? You, that's a good point. You could, We could create diamond. Carbon is yeah. not exactly a rare compound. Carbon, carbon exists in all organic life. And in case you listeners do not know this, Earth is chock full of organic life. Yeah. And next, carbon, next argument. Uh, diamond and graphite are the same thing. The only difference is the structure. The pressure, right. The pressure, uh, the, in, the creation pressure. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the structure. I mean, yeah, you, you create that structure via the pressure that you use. Pressure and heat... Sl- Speed at which you cool. Fine, whatever. But the okay. structure is the difference. So, <laughs> so what about seeing space... The Navy has kind of this thing for blocky shapes. Correct? Not necessarily that that's going to well, be a problem present day, present day, they do the blocky shape because odd shapes don't reflect radar signals. So yeah. they, they, they do that for stealth purposes, mostly. Okay, I'll give you that. And if there's no line of... But that said, 
well, no, this is on my side. I was gonna I was gonna give a counter on yours, but yeah, this is on my side. If we're not gonna have line of sight, then you're gonna want stealth ships. And since we're talking about radar as light waves, that means radar still works in space. Because it's a light wave, not a sound wave. But what about the Blackbird? What about the Blackbird? The Blackbird doesn't show up on radar. Neither does the doesn't show up on radar? Wave. What about radar? <laughs> I'm going to jump over this <laughs> Apparently, I'm not the only one who has a so list. So far up your face. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Just because of the shape that the Navy has, the SR Blackbird and the Stealth Wing, they don't show up on radar because of their aerodynamic and how smooth they are. No, that's not true. Those are coated with a thin film that cancels radar. Absorbs it. Absorbs it. Well, no, it cancels it. It doesn't absorb it. We talked about this in physics. Your physics teacher is wrong. <laughs> there's two, there's two I will, ways. No, no, no. I want that to be on record, too. Donald's <laughs> physics teacher was wrong. It depends on the type of radar we're talking about. If it's a ping in return, then absorption will work. But sometimes it's just a cancel. But that's not radar. That's sonar. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But still, <coughs> I mean, the, the point is there's two different means to block with the stealth. And in stealth planes, like the stealth bomber is a thin film. It's not a uh, it's not I, I don't I don't know why I want to argue this, but I do. <laughs> the modern radar works by detecting disruptions of the path of a radar signal, not the reflection of it, not necessarily it returning, but the fact that it alters its direction rapidly. It By absorbing it, it, it doesn't do that. You don't, you don't, you don't get that signal back. By the stuff, yeah, that I might be talking about the old way that we do it. Then you maybe <laughs> that's possible. I mean, my professor was at NASA several years ago. It's been a long time. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> but I thought energy couldn't be canceled out. It's not canceled. It's the signals canceled. It's a light wave. Light wave can't be. Uh, let me finish. It's a light wave. And if you really want to get into this physics debate, we can do it. Because I can explain it. <laughs> David, do we no. want to do that? No, we don't. <laughs> okay. I was like, I want to see how far I can take I've, this. No, I've, been through, I I've been through the discussion of, of photon physics. Um, and it's very interesting. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that it's boring or anything like that. I found it interesting uh, and enjoyable to mm -hmm. listen to. We don't have that kind of time, yeah. quite I'll, frankly. I'll give a quick summary. Troy is talking particle effect. I'm the, what, the method I'm talking about is wave nature. And we'll cut it off at that. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so, who's like turn? Do we, have we covered like everything we want to cover as far as? Well, I've. Who would be the most equipped to furnish a working? You have to have a way to sustain space. Life, like literally. So the space station is—you've all have seen that. It's like boxes, storage boxes put together. Yeah. So not a military <clears throat> vessel. <laughs> not a military <laughs> vessel. Exactly. I could argue that, but it would disprove us. It would qualify as an early warning vessel, but it would not be a military combat vessel. The, are you talking about the ISS? Yes, the International okay. Space Station. The thing that they're allowing to deorbit at this point? <laughs> what? 
That was a good reaction. They have breaking news. Since NASA was discontinued, they're allowing the ISS to deorbit. They're not doing any maintenance on it anymore. They're just going to let it fall out of the sky. Because without the cargo ship to get supplies up there, without the, the shuttle, we can't support the, the ISS anymore. Nobody can support the ISS. Because nobody else has a system like the shuttle. Have they thought about, you know, self-destruct? No, it's, it's it the same thing that me It wasn't built with self-destruction because back in those days, America was optimistic. 20 years ago when they started building the d thing, <laughs> they thought that... One day, we would be able to live in space. Which we could. However, that's another physics discussion. <laughs> I don't think David wants to get into. No. You have to build You're massive correct. structures in order for... That's what I was saying is... habitation to is, what, what, you, what was your argument? <laughs> Who would be able to better furnish and stabilize... supply lines. Yes. Navy. I think the Navy, because <laughs> they're used to supplying a set amount of people at sea for a very, very long time with no resupply. Do do we have any other discussions? Because I want to go, I want to go out of the discussion. Okay. I feel like I feel like we've covered our topic pretty yeah. well. I mean, you cover guys. If do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? I want to tell a story Nothing about what you just to mind. said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In the Navy. In the Navy. No. Um. My, our dad, our dad was in the Navy. Uh, when he retired, he was a lieutenant commander. But when he was a supply officer, for those of you who don't know, whenever you do a submarine cruise, which can last a month, sometimes two months, which is where these all these Navy guys just load up into a tight tin can like a bunch of sperm, and they will take off for about two months and just cruise around doing training drills, doing all this different stuff. What's hard round and full of semen? Submarines. <laughs> anyway, um, and when he was a supply officer, he was in charge of making sure, like, he would tell, um, I don't remember what the command person was who yeah. he would tell, but they wouldn't be going on the submarine. He was the he would tell whoever was off submarine who would say, you know, this is what we're gonna need to stock with. Okay, the person who ran the mess hall told. My father, the supply officer, what they would need. And I think it was the CO, probably. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know enough about the Navy. He went and told, and he decided, you know what? I want to make sure we're covered. I don't. Obviously, so, running out of supplies. On running a submarine, out of supplies is going to look a big deal. That's a big deal, <laughs> and it's going to look bad on a supply officer's <laughs> resume. So he added 10 days worth of material. To what the guy told him, and that's what he told the CO. The CO covering his butt added ten days to that, and that's what he ordered. Little did my father know, or the CO, that both the mess hall manager—I guess it'd be the cook—I don't know—whoever was in charge of that added ten days to his figures. <laughs> Dad added ten days to his figures, and then the other guy added ten days to his figures. He added an extra month. Wait. <laughs> The Navy, being a government organization, for the first time in their lives, decided to be on the safe side and send an additional 10 days worth, worth of materials over what was ordered to this submarine vessel. 
They were packing food <laughs> under people's bunk beds. <laughs> They had, didn't they have like 90 days for a 50 day tour? They, yeah. <laughs> they had so much food. So much food. They couldn't hardly <laughs> store it all. They were. <laughs> They were they were giving food away. They they could. I mean, hey, it you was, hungry? Here, yeah. eat this. <laughs> Didn't they talk about they had twenty four hour a day available ice cream? Yeah. yeah. At any <laughs> time to get rid of the ice cream. <laughs> at any they time they because they didn't have enough freezer space to yep. store it. They were storing it up. There's this uh, this uh, section. You can kind of think of it like the submarine has kind of two halls, kind of like an exoskeleton and then the main body. Yeah. You right. can access this space in between. This space in between is kind of used cold. for insulation. It gets cold when you're down in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it gets very cold. They were storing ice cream up in there because they ran out of space for it. Ice cream and eggs. Hold on, guys. Let me crawl between the shell. Grab what you want. It's okay. No. Uh, it was, yeah. That's, so that's, he's that's got a, a lot story. of good Navy that's, stories. Yeah, he's got a lot of good Navy can stories. Can we bring one day for stories? <laughs> But that's a good Navy story just to talk about how well they are equipped to supply things. Because like Donald said, they're in a submarine. They cannot dock <laughs> unless it's an absolute emergency. They cannot dock again until... Uh, their supply is until over. Until their tour is over. Until their tour is over. That's exactly right. I said supply for some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. But yeah, if they run out of supplies, they need to fashion some fishing gear. <laughs> surface and get to work. <laughs> hey boys, you hungry? Uh, Here's your fish. Put a net yeah. out behind the propeller. I know, right? <laughs> Catch so. a whale. <laughs> okay, so on an individual basis, what do you guys think? Like, which I think the Air Force. You think the Air Force, Fred? What do you think? I would still say the Navy. The well, Navy. I was gonna say Troy, obviously Fred was Navy. I'm gonna go with the Air Force. The Air Force. I'm going with Navy. Yeah. <laughs> that Dude, is that amazing. Was, that was why I was thinking that we should just go because I was pretty sure that we would no, have that's, two. No, that was a perfect. I I like I like that actually I like that we had one person in each group. <coughs> Who was on the other side? That was on the other side. I think that that leads to a good debate. I think you have someone on the who's like, wait, let him talk. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, this is actually really good. We have a perfect fifty-fifty split. Um, I think we both made our arguments very well. And and before before we go off on a sideline and before we close it out, I'd like to say, ever all our viewers, all our listeners, go to the blog. Yeah. Turnyourheadandcough.blogspot.com and tell us what you think. Bring up points that maybe we didn't we didn't reach. I'm going to bring up a point yeah. that you guys didn't mention. Okay. I think that the Air Force would be better equipped for three dimensional combat because. Pilots already do more with that than submarines do. Submarines deal with three-dimensional combat, but the thing they're shooting at is usually—it's not usually another submarine. It's usually a surface vessel. They're usually sniping from underneath the water. I will agree and disagree. Okay. Um, most of their training is not spent dealing with. Surface. Uh, so Most of their training is dealt with submarine to submarine contact, okay. especially with the newer nuclear subs mm. that have so much more sophisticated weaponry. That's what that's what they really focus on. Really taking out a surface vehicle for a submarine anymore? Piece of <laughs> hey, really it is. I mean, they have these roof-mounted nuclear weapons that they could deploy if they wanted to. Just just let a nuclear weapon float up to the surface. Bing! 
boom. You, you didn't just take out one ship. You took out an arm- armada. Granted, However, if that they are never the going to do that. You yeah. took yourself out, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are never going to do that for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Full but if but the point. off underwater, every submarine for miles gets yeah. destroyed. Yeah. But, so, yeah, like I said, they're never going to do that for a good reason, but uh, they, they have that option. And they can launch nukes from underwater that will uh, go above water to hit um, surface targets. Best example of that is probably Ghost Protocol. There's Ghost Protocol where they launch Ghost Protocol or the movie Depth Charge. Have any of you seen it? I've never heard of Depth Charge. I've heard of that movie. I would recommend it. Great movie, good plot line. It was a nuke sub, yeah, yeah. but the deal with Red October was not that it was a nuclear submarine. It it could run with, it had these baffles that prevented radar from picking it up. Well, in depth so charge, it could, it's, a, it's a stealth. A stealth submarine. It's a stealth yeah. nuclear submarine. Ooh. It's a really cool movie. Go check it out. Netflix, whatever you need to do. I saw that on Netflix. I was actually going to watch it. It was good. <laughs> Another good example would be... What's the James Bond movie where they have the two subs nuke, nuke each other? I have no idea. It's a giant, like, diesel, like, ship with the front end that opens yeah, up. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Give me a minute. Oh, you know what? Don't give me a minute, but I will think of it. <laughs> I know I've exactly. Is it the one, first one with Jaws? No. 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 No, yeah. Jaws isn't even in. Yeah, Jaws no. is that's in that the first one. one. Because it Jaws is in two. I didn't say the first James. It's the first James Bond movie. The that first Jaws one is you're in. thinking one is with the underwater palace. Right, and that's why the guy wants he guy wants to start a nuclear war so it make the surface unli- unlivable so that everybody will mm. so that he becomes a power. In that water. case, it would be the spy who loved me. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think it was that one because the the leader leaves the ship, the big diesel ship cargo ship before they do that and then the end of the movie he has to go to the base to get it and rescue the girl because those nukes taking each other out that's not the end of the movie there's another 20 minutes half to a half hour after that if I remember right see I really I don't I really don't think it was a spy who loved me, but I will say right now, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot in the spy who loved me. Yeah. <laughs> it covered a lot of ground. It was yeah. a it was it would probably be in my in my top three James Bond movies. Yeah, I was gonna say top five. Me. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. I I don't think he Brosnan. did Brosnan. Okay, I'm pretty I sure. I don't think he did a bad James Bond movie. No, he didn't. He brought kind of a new Sophistication um, to James Bond. My favorite thing about him was when he tight, tightens. That's his what tie I mean. That's under what I mean. the it's water. The whole, in, in, he's, he's holding his breath. The world is not enough. Yeah, he go, he dives under the water and water floods into the cockpit. And he's looking around, holding his breath, and tightens his tie. Then he comes back up to the surface. <laughs> that was a good scene. Yeah. In Q's little retirement sub personal submarine. Last movie Q was in before he died. Before he died. He died halfway through the movie, didn't he? I believe so. That's why R is at the end instead of Q. Yep. Well, that pretty much covers about everything we didn't want to talk about. Yeah. What about (laughs) the stuff that we did? Anybody else have any comments? Like, David, did you want to mention anything for Navy? Um... And you mentioned that you had a discussion on the ISS that countered the Air Force. Or was that the supply lines? 
Were you talking about supply line? I have no idea what you're talking about that I was talking Uh, about. I mentioned the ISS and how the ISS is not a military vessel, and you said you had a counter to that, but it was, but it would hurt your point. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, when he he was talking about living in space, and he was never mind. More details is not going to help me know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, I was. I figure if I throw out enough details, maybe I'll throw one out that you remember, <laughs> and that will ring ring up other memories. Babe has short term memories. Uh, Everyone has short-term memories. This one, when you lose. this one may not be as um, applicable, but the Air Force is known for being maneuverable. Like their that was ships, another thing I was just thinking. Their of. ships, they are they're doing spins and flips and all kinds of crap in the air and in space. If they were doing the same thing, they have the advantage of gravity on Earth. Yeah, that's an extreme. That is an maneuvering extreme is a lot harder in space. Have you ever read the Halo novel Fall of Reach? Uh, not There's the a novel. lot of space battles. In anyway, there. like momentum, you pretty much have unlimited momentum in space. Yeah. If you get yourself going, you're you not gonna will. Stop. You're not going to stop unless acted upon mm. by an outside force. Or have a There's a good rant about system. that in Fallout or in Mass Effect Three. If you walk up to a couple guys, there's this guy ranting about how if you fire this missile, you have to make sure that you target it because it just goes. Uh-huh. He says, "If you pull the trigger trigger on this gun, you are ruining somebody's day somewhere, sometime. <laughs> it keeps going. If it miss, let's see." It will hit that ship or the planet behind that ship. It could keep going for 10,000 years and hit a planet far, far away and ruin their day. That is why, private whatever, we do not shoot from the hip. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good speech. I want to see a speech like that in a movie. (laughs) I'll have to pull that up. It's on the Citadel. I'll pull that up and show it to you the next time. Okay. Next time you're over at Tompkins. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to leave everyone once again. Uh, We're all so sad. Well, I guess first of all, this is you know this is Dave. I'm Twitch, y'all. Donald and Skippy, and we'll leave you with another. Thought of the month. Let's see. I thought we were doing history stuff now. No, no, no. That's what we do on the third podcast of the month. The third? Yeah. What about the second? There is no second podcast to them. Oh. <laughs> third week podcast. That's there was another Troy. <laughs> third week hey, podcast. I, I, was, I, was, I was honestly confused. I wasn't just trying to give you a hard time. <laughs> There's, yeah. The second podcast of the month happens on the third Saturday of the gotcha. month. Gotcha. So that's Which why. when it comes out. <laughs> okay. Ignorance in America is much like sexually transmitted disease. In that is, it is continually growing and is spread par- primarily by dicks. <laughs> I would completely agree. Wow. <laughs> Boy, Elroy, daughter Judy, 